All You Need to Know, the BQ Prime podcast that prepares you for the day's business. Good morning and thanks for listening in. This is the daily morning update from BQ Prime and I'm Alex Matthew. Today is the 3rd of May. The top news comes from the aviation space where Go Airlines has filed for bankruptcy. The Nusli Wadia-owned airline blamed failing Pratt & Whitney engines for grounding about half of its fleet of Airbus aircraft. This at a time when India's passenger traffic is at record highs. The airline has been declining in health for some time. Meanwhile, the Director General of Civil Aviation has issued a show-cause notice to go first yesterday after the airline cancelled flights for two days. The DGCA said that the airline failed to report its cancellations in writing and did not provide reasons either. Moving on, the Gujarat High Court yesterday refused to grant interim relief to Congress leader Rahul Gandhi on his plea for stay of conviction in a criminal defamation case over his Modi surname remark, saying that it will pass its final order post a summer vacation. Abhishek Manu Singhvi, who is representing Gandhi in the case, cited extreme urgency to request the court for an interim or a final order after arguments from both sides in the matter concluded during the day. The court of Justice Hemant Prachak said that no interim protection can be granted at this stage and a final order will only be passed after going through the records and proceedings. The matter is posted for verdict after reopening of the High Court post the summer vacations, which will be from the 8th of May to the 3rd of June. Now, India's purchases of Russian crude are currently taking place at their lowest price ever. The average cost of the Russian crude landing on Indian shores in March hit the lowest level since India started lifting the discounted barrels from Moscow. India paid $70.18 for each barrel of crude that it purchased from Russia in March, and that's down from $72.14 in February and $118 a year earlier. Now, state-owned refiner Chennai Petroleum said last week that depending on cargo, Russian barrels were being sold $3 to $8 per barrel cheaper compared with the benchmark Brent crude. In earnings, Tata Steel's fourth quarter revenue and net profit declined during the quarter ended March 2023 as a fall in Europe realizations partly offset the rise in India. But the company managed to beat estimates for all of the metrics by a wide margin. Net profit fell over 82% to just over 1,700 crore rupees and revenue was lower by 9% at 62,961.5 crore rupees. Meanwhile, Ambuja Cement's fourth quarter revenue rose and it met analyst estimates. Its net profit was 1.6% higher at over 500 crore rupees and was also in line with expectations. Now, later tonight, we'll have the outcome of the latest meeting of the Federal Reserve Open Market Committee. The Fed is expected to deliver a 25 basis point increase in the interest rates and then signal a pause in its aggressive hiking campaign as tighter lending conditions and signs of a slowing economy suggest that inflation will cool more meaningfully in the months ahead. In international markets, U.S. stocks fell on the back of selling in banking stocks, multiple volatility halts in PacWest Bank Corp, as well as Western Alliance Bank Corp were seen as disturbing. Both of those shares were down at least 20% in trade. 
all three benchmark indices dropped over 1% overnight. And in the Asia-Pacific region this morning, only two of the three early rises were trading and they were both trading in the red. Now, it's over to Neeraj Shah for the trade setup for the day in India. There seems to be a bit of caution pervading the global markets ahead of the Fed decision later today. Could we see a bit of a wobble after the gains we've seen recently? Good morning, Alex. It's a million dollar question because our markets have been higher despite hesitation screen in the weak Western markets yesterday as well. And the broader markets are starting to move. So it's a bit, it, it's a difficult question. But largely, I've been saying for the last few days that there warrants a caution after the kind of move that we've seen. So maybe the U.S. banking wars and the Fed decision could be the reason why this happens. Remember, immediate supports for the Nifty are placed at around 18,030 and then 17,930 with resistance at slightly higher levels. The good part for India is that oil has steadied after, I mean, but while it oil has steadied, it slumped nearly 5% as the demand concerns escalate, right? And a Bloomberg story suggests that India's crude imports from Russia have fallen to the cheapest level since the war began at nearly $70 per barrel as an average for the month of March. Now, this is big considering the fact that oil is such a large portion of India's macro. So coupled with the GST moving up, GST collections, oil lower, the Indian macro seems to be positive and which is what seems to be attracting people. Nevertheless, let's move to stocks to focus on in the session today. Remember, from a results perspective, there is only Titan from the index which comes out, but a bunch of very important non-nifty large caps coming out with numbers from NABB India to Adani Wilmer to Havels to MRF. And bro, most people believe tire companies could have a very strong quarter, so watch out for that. There is Godrej Properties. There is KPR Mills, considering what uh, textile companies are doing, this will be an important quarter too. So a bunch of very important results to come out. Before I talk about the results reactions today, just a couple of stocks to monitor. So on the back of news, so Hindustan Zinc and Vedanta, because promoter Vedanta, which had encumbered around 8 crore shares of Hindustan Zinc on April 28th, uh, represents about 1.9% of the total share capital. Uh, so... That could be interesting one. Indostar Capital Finance uh, could be another stock that people should uh, focus on simply by virtue of the fact that um, Indostar is uh, coming out with an OFS and the promoters will offload more than 1.93 crore shares, which represents 14% stake of the company. Aluwalia Contracts has a positive news flow. It's received an order worth 2,450 crores for redeveloping the CST terminus in Mumbai. Then the results and a bunch of them, Tata Steel, because of the India business doing well in the margin beat there, has beaten expectations. No brokerage calls as yet, but suffice to say this stock could um, react positively today. Ambuja had a decent quarter too, seemingly. Most counts it has beaten estimates. Nuama, for example, says the margin recovery was impressive. Volumes grew 8%, which was impressive. They are targeting improvement in EBITDA in FY24 through cost optimization. So Nuama is up the target price. So watch out for Ambuja as well. Not so much for ACC, but Ambuja has done well. Uh, KI Industries was ho-hum and started in line. Mahindra Mahindra Financial Services, after a robust quarter, delivered a fairly strong April business update. So watch out for that one as well. Good performance by Punjab Sindh Bank and Yuko Bank. So maybe these two PSU banks could do well. 
and what will not do well is Aztec Life, which had a terrible quarter, sales down 53%, margins collapsed 2,000 basis points and a loss versus a profit. So this will definitely react negatively. So these are a few names to watch out for in this session today. With that, it's back to you. Thanks, Neeraj. And as always, thank you all for listening in. This is Alex Matthews signing off. Have a great day.